This is the city. The city of Absalom. The city at the center of the world. Absalom is celebrating the Radiant Festival, a three-month festival of epic proportions held once every hundred years. The celebration attracts all types. Tourists, performers, merchants, inventors, as well as unsavory types, petty thieves, gangs, cults, and criminal enterprises. That's where we come in. We protect and serve. We are the agents of Edgewatch. Hey everyone, welcome to Roll for Combat, Agents of Edgewatch. I'm your GM and host, Steven Glicker, and in this week's episode, we find out if real-life skills translate into the RPG world. And spoiler, they do. So this is a very funny, interesting episode. So Seth, in real life, is a lawyer. And I always find it fascinating whenever something you do in real life intersects with what you do in role-playing. Now, I'm not really giving anything away, but they are in a hostage situation and they do need to start negotiating. And when it comes to the negotiations, well, Seth does this all day for a living. So when you hear what he's doing and he starts negotiating, it's kind of funny because you're listening to this and he's using a lot of real world terms when he's, you know, coming up with negotiation tactics. And it's just really funny because who would have thought that you go to play a role playing game and a fantasy game and you're going to escape your hard day at work and dealing with legalese and then you're doing the exact same thing in a fantasy world. It doesn't come up very often, especially people like me who are in technology. Uh, what I do for a living pretty much never intersects, except in the real-world situation of like trying to get Roll20 working or any of the other technologies that you need to use nowadays to actually play a role-playing game. But every so often this does come up because like Seth is a lawyer. You know, John actually worked for Blizzard and designed dungeons for World of Warcraft, you know, some of the most iconic dungeons of all time. So he's very much into the layout and structure of maps and even just criticizing, like, where traps are. He, he's kind of more, like, meta into this game than, uh, than most people are. Jason is also into technology like me. But Chris is into food. Chris sells food for a living. And that actually comes up fairly often where we will talk about taverns or food or you know things that he's encountered in real life so his probably comes up the most and then i would say the second most would be seth because you know you do have negotiations and these type of tropes of having to deal with hostages comes up not all the time but not unforeseen especially in paizo products they seem to like going back to the same well over and over again so that is this week also this week i did this a couple of weeks ago where i kept in some banter after the show and i kept it in at the end it sounds like people really enjoyed our banter but they did want it separated it out so yeah so basically we have the actual you know adventure and then it comes to a natural stopping point point. And then I kept in our banter, 
and we actually talk about some pretty cool things that you could experience in New York City. There's actually some role-playing-esque play-like things. I don't want to give it away, but you're going to listen to us and probably get sad because you can't go to it anymore, but it is going to reopen, and the things we're talking about should hopefully be available again within the next six to nine months, I hope. I'm hoping 12 months at the most, but it'll come back. It'll come back. But if you ever do come to New York, do do what we talk about at the end of this week's episode. But with that, let's quickly get to show notes. So once again, we have been playing Among Us, and if you enjoy Among Us, you can play with us. We usually play once a week, and all you gotta do is be a Patreon, just $2, and that's it. You can play Among Us with, uh, well, pretty much this crew. The guys from the Circus podcast, they haven't really played with us yet, but almost everyone from Agents of Edgewatch has played Among Us, and it is a lot of fun. Again, to do that, just go to patreon.rollforcombat.com. Little's two bucks and you can play with us. Five bucks and you guys get the episodes early. Ten bucks and you can actually watch us play the games themselves and even chat with us, hang out with us. Eh, you know how it is. Lots of fun. As to other things going on, you know, one thing I wanted to mention is that I don't talk about the other podcast, Extinction Curse, because that one, you know, came out way before this one. But do check that one out, especially if you, you know, haven't listened to it before. That one is very role-playing heavy. If you liked The Fall of Plague Stone, you'll probably like the Circus Podcast, because that one is very similar. It has most of the same cast as Fall of Plague Stone. And something else that we're doing with that podcast is that, well, we're doing with this one too, is that we're breaking up the show into chapters. And that one is just about wrapping up chapter one. And you could probably jump in now and, you know, not even worry about it if you wanted to. You can, you know, probably figure it out. If not, just wait a few weeks and chapter two is going to be starting, which is going to be the beginning of book two. And I'll give you a recap of everything that occurred. And one thing I've noticed about Extinction Curse is that it is a slow burn. The entire first book doesn't even get to sort of the main story. The first book is just almost an intro, believe it or not. And Paizo seems to do that a lot. Paizo seems to have their entire first book as intro chapters, and then they don't really get into the meat and potatoes until like book two or three even. And they sort of did the exact same thing with Extinction Curse. One of the nice things about Agents of Edgewatch is they get right into it. It just like jumps in both feet. And although the main story really hasn't even come close to poking its head up, it seems like they don't like to start the main story until you're like level five. That's one thing I've noticed with Paizo is that it seems like until you're level five, you can't start the main story. Level like one through four is just building you up and intro. And then level five is where things begin. And this one is a little different. This one, you get a little bit of both. But Extinction Curse, I hate to say it, but you'll be able to jump in either right now or the beginning of chapter two. You'll have no problem picking it up because you will be able to jump right into the story and... Not really have missed that much. I mean, a lot of role-playing and a lot of character development. But in terms of the main story arc, it's only really just starting now. So make sure you check that out. Anyhow, with that, let's get to this week's exciting episode. 
And so, so we could grab this guy by the scuff of the neck and say, uh, guide us up there to the room that they're in. And we go up there and we try that negotiation. Seth Lipton is playing Gomez, a goblin elementalist sorcerer. Fine. Fine. Is my spider alive? Yes. Is she okay? Oh, yeah. All right. Sleeping. All right. As long as she's okay. Fine. The sleep of the spiders. John Statz is playing Cadet Dougie McDougal, a human ruffian rogue. Let's go. So we go. Lowman, can you be up here? <laughs> I am up here. Chris Beamer is playing Lomang, an orc tiefling monk of the crane style. You go up like, the stairs. Like you, you could be next to me. You go to the north. Yeah. And once again, you see that stairwell going upstairs. And she she says, Kressel says, we're coming up. They want to negotiate. Yeah. So what's, uh, what's the name? Of, what's the name of the? What's the name of the new leader? What's the name of the the name of the NPC? Yeah, we're right behind. Sherrick. 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 This is Sherrick. This is Officer Gomez of of the Edge Watch. Uh, this is this is not. It's not too late. If you uh, if the hostages are are unharmed and you uh, and you give them up, you will have fair treatment. We have not. We, we have not killed any of your people yet. You, you hear from upstairs to say, Okay, come on up and let's talk. <laughs> come on up and let's talk. All right, as a sign of good faith, send down one of the hostages so we know that the rest are all right. You hear nothing for a little while. Can this guy yell up too? Here, we poke him. Her, her, it's a girl, it's a girl. Keep sneaking. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, well, all right. She's like, okay, one hostage. And um, they let one hostage go. Does the hostage look unhurt all right so yeah so we take the hostage into custody and check them out okay there's the hostage yeah it's perception it's a woman and she looks a little tired and dehydrated but otherwise she seems fine what's the condition of what's the condition of the other hostages she she looks at you and says well they they're okay we're all okay but they, they mean business um, if, if you don't give them what they want, they're going to kill them. I can tell you that right now. They, they, they negotiate, I think, in good faith, but they, they ain't fooling around. There's knives to everyone's throats. And if, uh, and if you charge them, they're going to kill everyone. I'm just lucky I got away. Can I go now? Can I go, please? Sure. Yeah, go. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, wait. No, 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 no. Don't go. You'll, you'll die in these traps. Yeah, you'll die in traps. That's uh, yeah, just hang out here. All right. Have all some right. water. Here, have, right. have some canteen water. Just drink up. Yeah, there's some more traps. It's like looking outside, like, and there's like a little crowd, and they're all like, they're all cheering when they see one of the hostages come out because this is a balcony. So everyone can see this. And everyone's like, yeah, yeah, they're all like a hostage. Oh, look at that. They're doing such a good job. You know, I, I actually have gear. Like, I, I can affix a grappling hook and rope and lower it, and then and say so you can climb that down that if you want to get out, if you can. Yeah, sure. or, or lower or lower them down. I, yeah. I do that. Okay, she uh, she appreciates and she's she goes down and and I'll leave it there, ready to go. It's how many feet down? Probably twenty or 10? from there. I think it's like um, it's from there. It's actually like we're up a level, so it's actually thirty or forty. Jason McDonald is playing Basil Blackfeather. A Tengu empiricist investigator. Yeah, it's like 30, 35 feet up. It's actually pretty high up. All right, so I, so I have the fifty foot rope and the grappling connected to that corner. Yep. All right, and as part as part of that process, I give a low, low man back my bandana, 
and uh, uh, or bandolier, and uh, second verse same as the first. Are you sure you don't want to have the bandolier? It's not really a weapon. Well, like my my see my 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 play is the classic like I'm coming in unarmed, as opposed to I have a bandolier full of scrolls that they don't know are not true. All right, and uh, uh, you know it's like I'm 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 it could be messages like a pigeon. And uh, uh, as a uh, what's what's the, what's the NPC's name again? Shrek. Sherrick. 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 All right, Sherrick. We appreciate your offer of good faith. And like in, re- in return offer, I'm coming up to negotiate. I'm coming unarmed, and uh, I- I'm approaching now. Call off your men. All right. Little do they know, Gomez is never unarmed. It's true. <laughs> and, and and I go up. Are you sure this is? Are you sure you don't want any backup, Gomez? This could be dangerous. Yeah, we can so go if you, right if you hear, behind if you hear him right scream, if, if, you hear, if you hear me scream like a baby, just go in gangbusters. All right, it's all ready. Because things went sideways. <laughs> yeah, can we go up like right out of sight range and like be next to him at least? I don't know where these. Like go, like go up. Like, I'll hang out there. How about that? Yeah, as near as we can get without being th- threatening. Well, there's the second floor. More, maybe. Well, now you can see the second floor. And I'm completely unarmed, also. Like I just—I mean, except for my crossbow, which I don't have in my hands right now. Okay, um, you go upstairs. I presume you're bringing the other kobold with you. You're bringing the, the uh, prisoner, Gomez. Seth says yes. Now you can. No, you guys keep control of the prisoner. Well, isn't that that's our only bargaining chip? That's that's why you keep. That's why you. That's why you keep. That's why you keep the prisoner downstairs. Okay. Done. All right, Gomez, you go upstairs. It is well, very unfinished upstairs. As um, let me explain to you. So this area is completely unfinished. It looks like the stairwell to the south was collapsed. So you went up the only stairwell. There's only one room that is finished, very large one to the west, where you presume everyone is hiding out. There is no guardrails or anything. So if you fall, it's uh, quite a ways down. And this is only the second floor. Imagine what this thing will be like when it's finally done. In front of you is a set of double doors. What do you do? Uh, I, I call, I go to, I approach the doors and I call out, this is Officer Gomez, I'm coming in. You see a large unfinished room Way to the west, you see a statue resembling the upper half of an armored warrior that seems to float above a stone pillar carved with dozens of tiny creatures. You see three mirrors positioned around the statue, and they're angled so to create an endless line of reflections of stone warriors stretching into infinity. At the shrine's feet, you see five humanoid workers. They are bound and gagged with their eyes wide in fear. Four of them are right in front of you, all with knives right to their throats. Four kobolds are standing behind each of the hostages. Behind that line, there's four more kobolds and one hostage. So you see a total of eight kobolds in a pincer formation, followed by a wall of four hostages, all with knives at your throat. You know that you will not have enough time to cast a heal spell if they get their throats slit, they will instantly die, as that will be more than enough critical damage to kill an NPC humanoid. So it's all or nothing. What do you do? Uh, I I approach with my hands up. 
You can't make try, an omelet. I, I try to. I try to. I try to figure out just from the look of it, unless unless uh, Sherak identifies identifies himself, I uh, her uh, herself. I try to figure out who it is. Okay, you see, um, a cobalt who is gold in color, with lots of gold rings and jewels on her eyebrows, and you presume that's Sherak. She says to you, "I am Sherak, Dragon Mage Sherak." Please come no closer. I do not want to harm anyone. All we want are some simple demands, and we'll let everyone go. And what is your name, good sir? I, I, I'm, I'm Officer Gomez of the Edge Watch. Uh, this is, things have gotten out of hand downstairs, but uh, you're, you're, here's, here's your situation. Uh, kidnapping, assault of officers, uh, murder from the bottom bodies downstairs, uh, this has gone beyond simply a uh, labor dispute. Uh, all of you are in serious trouble, depending on what you do in the next few moments. Now, from what we're, I'm able to tell, the uh, the violence and the crime element of this uh, could be laid at the feet of uh, your erstwhile leader that we already have in custody, uh, that attacked me immediately when I first when I first attempted to negotiate. Uh, that means if you surrender now, and if you give up all the hostages right now, then the crime elements of this will likely be able to put uh, be put on, uh, on that person's head where it belongs. Uh, you, you will not you, you will you will be able to turn state's evidence, and then after that, we'll be able to engage in a negotiation under impartial mediation for your uh, for for the substance of the uh, of the labor dispute, which should have been done originally. Like we should not have gotten extrajudicial about this, but first we have to worry, worry about the crime element of this and the fact that you that you, that you that you are right now kidnapped workers and are taking and are holding them hostage. That has to be resolved first. Then, uh, under impartial mediation, we can uh, we can discuss the issues that that are your true concern about the uh, about your labor conditions. But this has to be done first. You have to go with the hostages, or else we can do nothing for you. She says, "Well, you're very well spoken." Mr. Gomez, and what you say sounds okay so far in theory. I agree, it did get out of hand as battle leader Rankrek. She's notoriously hot-headed, and from what I understand, that, that you attacked first. That is, that is what they told me as they ran upstairs. Uh, isn't that right, Dupa? And Dupa was the one who you first negotiated with. Is is standing right next. Says, "Yeah, yeah, they attacked first. He attacked first. I'm I'm at a bit of a crossroads myself because they're saying that you attacked first, and that battle leader Rankrek uh, just uh, defended herself. So, what am I supposed to do in that situation? And although you speak of illegalities, what about how we've been treated? That Emma and the other architects." were treating us illegally they violated their contract and that led to this in the first place so what are we to do about that as they broke their legal obligations to us we tried to go by our legal routes we tried to get this resolved peacefully but we were continuously stonewalled yet forced to work uh, significant slave wages and over hours and brutal conditions at night what about them well, like I said, the uh, uh, the the claims that you have about the, the labor conditions can still be 
and should have been uh, approached legally through the legal channels, through the courts, uh, uh, with, without resor resorting to criminality and without resorting to these terrorist tactics. Uh, as far as us attacking first, come on. Like I, like I invoke diplomacy and I look at him and, uh, and Duplo is his name. It's like, Duplo, you know that's not true. You know I came in there completely unarmed, on my own. With not, with the, the, what, what, did I, what, what would I attack you with? My fingernails? You know, you know damn well that I, was, that I was as unarmed then as I am right now, and look at me. I am a little goblin. He lies! What could I have done? He lies! They're both saying, she, he lies! He lies! He was casting uh, magic and things out of his hands. Look, he's a wizard. I tell you, he, 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 he attacked us. He attacked us. Well, the situation is this. Uh, if, if you continue to hold the hostages and we, get, and we have no negotiation, then we will be forced to attack. And when we attack, you will lose and you will all die. You'll either die uh, in the fight or you will die uh, on, you will die from the scaffolding for the murders that have been committed uh, as part of this criminal act. Now, what I want to ask you is, if we attack first, why aren't we still just attacking? If we were so ready to just attack you then that we were just going to bum rush and attack, why are we still not doing it? Though you had the hostages then, you have the hostages now. It, what he is saying makes absolutely no sense. And the truth is what makes sense. What makes sense is I, coming here unarmed, putting myself completely within your power, am acting in good faith. And I do appreciate that you did act in good faith in releasing that one hostage. So I was hoping that we could have a, have a negotiation based on that good faith. But don't believe this man who's just saying, saying this a liar when that makes absolutely no sense whatsoever, and you know it. So, so Tapa continues uh, talking, and Sherek just calms her down and says, Okay, stop. Stop. Okay. Fine. How about this? Can you at least get Ama to put in writing that we will get all of our back pay, and they will, they will adhere to the contract, and just get that in writing, and bring that here, and we will let everyone go. That's all I ask. I have a counterproposal. Give me half the hostages now. I will talk to the foreman, and I and I will, uh, on the basis of releasing the other half of the hostages, have them agree to binding arbitration from an from an impartial mediator that's agreeable to both parties. Okay. Also, I want that in writing, and I want no further reprisals for the deaths of the workers, which, which we will all gladly talk about in detail. That that was battle leader Rankrick and all her doing. And they all sh shake their heads and says, yeah, she was going crazy. She was shooting them with uh, arrows and crossbow bolts and she was just losing her mind. And they, they're all like like talking. And then she, she just stops them and she like says, shh, shh. It's like, yes. It's like the battle leader. I is she still alive? Did you take her in or is she dead? Uh, no, we have, we have her in custody. Uh, well, I you can do with her as you wish. I myself, I myself, I myself witnessed that she gave the order to order to attack. She did, and she did so insanely, and yes. I will testify to that in court. Yes. Now it will. It is not up to me. I am not the judge. It will be. It, it will be up to. Be, and that's actually a good question. Is it up to the courts or is it my up to my magical badge? I don't know which. But, uh, but it will be. It will be up to. It will be up to the law to decide. Uh, uh, to decide ultimately, uh, it will be up to the law and facts to ultimately decide. But I can say this: I will testify on your behalf, and and if and if you turn state's evidence against it, we, the, the justice will be placed into the right, like in the right place. The, the justice will not be misplaced on anybody who doesn't deserve it. Okay, you seem honorable. 
she she grabs one of the hostages from behind and cuts the ropes and pushes him forward and then pushes one more and says okay there were six hostages that's that's two more that's half so we have three and you have three that's all we have left i think that's fair all right so how do the and how do the other hostages look they have knives to the throats they're bound no, phys- they're gagged. they look they look like are little... they beat up no nope all right no, no beatings no they actually look again just a little malnutrition a little dehydration otherwise okay. they look fine and what about the and what about the cobalt how did they all look they look ready to spring to action i mean, I mean physically do they, do they look hungry or thirsty i look around the room do they have supplies up here uh they have enough behind it yeah they've been eating they're fine it looks like they've been actually feeding. I mean, but this way, the hostages look as good as hostages can look, <laughs> considering the circumstances. They were not treated poorly. Okay. Uh, allow me. Allow me to. Uh, allow me to perform healing upon uh, the hostages, and see to their see to comfort a little bit, and uh, then I'll then I'll go and I'll carry out our deal. She looks at you and she puts a hand up and you see magic coming from it. She says, okay, no tricks. I will trust you that you're going to be a goblin of your word and just heal. Otherwise, they die and I zap you. Okay. Uh, I go over here in between, in the center of all of the hostages. And I I cast my last uh, three action heal bathing healing power on everybody in the room Ooh, look at that <laughs> two good enough hey so, that heals me up to full you, you're not in the area of effect i'm right behind him no you're not you're not in the, on room. the stairs we're all behind him on the stairs it doesn't go through walls. no no you're you know you're you're no you're far away you're you're yeah, it's 30 you're feet like, and it's ammunition it does not go through walls so you yeah like you're through a wall and down a thing and over a bridge. Oh, all right. <laughs> all right, and uh, uh, and I and I take a moment and uh, I I like reassure. I use my diplomacies and I reassure the, the 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 relevant hostages. And in all doing this, I'm showing my good intentions and and uh, and humanity, as it were, given I'm a goblin. And uh, then I say, all right, I'll uh, I'll, I'll be back uh, once I negotiate with the foreman. And, and, and I wait for them to let me get out. So you leave, and um, you can tell that this um, this dragon mage, the Sharik, is, is sharp. Like, she's very smart. Right, right. She's very intelligent. She's very even-talked. And you feel like you can trust her. And you feel like this did just get out of hand, and she was at her wit's end. That's what you feel in your gut. Um that this probably will go well if you hold up your end, but now you have to convince Ama to hold up her end. Right, 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 right. All right, so uh, take the like. I, I relay everything to the rest of the party. Oh, and... what, what about the traps? What's the story with that? Why are there? Why is this whole area trapped? And who did that? The, they did. It. They're cobalt. That's what they do. That's their thing. Is they trap stuff. Yeah. They're pretty elaborate for. <laughs> no, cobalt. I mean, cobalt it looks like it's part for. of cobalt. the uh, the exhibit almost. Uh, you just walk downstairs. You have the hostages, and you relayed everything. Now what? Yeah, so I scribble on my paper. Uh, 
language and I use my legal knowledge to 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 make it uh, to make it formal and better than how I'm going to verbally summarize it. Uh, legal lore. Look at that. Came yeah. in handy. The foreman, uh, the, like the foreman, agrees uh, to binding ar- binding arbitration from an independent arbitrator to be <laughs> d- decided by by both to be agreed by both parties uh, to adjudicate the issue of the of the workers' treatment and compensation and conditions, you know, for the period for the, for the period of it that that we're concerned with. Hey, uh, like Seth, did you ever think you'd get to use your real-life legalese in a Pathfinder game? I know. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. The, 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 funny, the funny thing is... Applause. Uh, the funny thing is, game mastering? Pff, like, you're a fucking lawyer. Like, that, like, that's a, like, that's a, like, a lot of it is used all the time. Uh, and so, so, but I want to go, actually, so I don't, so I don't, get, so I don't get surprised. Uh, I, I actually go back up to talk to them again and uh, uh, show uh, the leader of the Kobolds what I intend to get the foreman to sign and ask them to sign their side of it. Uh, and, the, the, and, the, and, then, and then I'm going to take that and, and do my negotiation to get her to sign. It's almost like you've done this before. <laughs> so you go upstairs, you, you, you hand a little piece of paper to Sherrick, she she reads it over and she's like well i'm not uh i'm not well versed in uh the legalities of uh absalom and if you this... have any questions be free, like totally ask i want to do I want you to completely understand what you're agreeing to yes she just she just wanted to make sure that the newly established cobalt trade union and she looks at everyone, and they seem like confused. She's like, "Well, that's what I'm calling us is the newly formed Cobalt Trade Union is uh, is treated with respect and is given equal pay and equal rights to all other workers. And um, if they wish to discuss a legal arbitration, and that you put in that Renkrick was responsible." and we will hopefully have no more repercussions we will guarantee no more further reprisals or deaths we will tell you where any and all traps are and um we will leave peacefully and let the hostages go i i could totally put i could totally put those grievances as the subjects of discussion for the mediation i can absolutely do that uh, I could actually do do that uh, uh, as a clause there that that, that this acknowledges that uh, arbitration will be the only that will be the uh, only uh, resolution of any mutual grievances that you might have amongst each other. There'll be no there'll, there'll be no. Uh, 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 I feel like this is calling costing me six hundred dollars an hour. Right yeah, now. yeah. <laughs> keep, keep going. Yeah, <laughs> the, 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 like there'll be no petty, uh, you know, there'll be no petty outside, like outside bullying or or reprisals or anything outside. It's like the mediate. The mediation is how all all grievances will be settled. And I can put all that in, uh, into the agreement. How does that sound? Excellent, excellent. Wow, maybe maybe you you can become a lawyer if this uh, if this uh, guard thing doesn't work out. Thought about it. Uh, all right, and so I get their I guess so I get their signature, and it's like their signature as representative of whatever they're calling their trade union. The the Cobalt Trade Union, and Sherrick is representing the Stone Scale Cobalts. 
Okay, and uh, and I'm gonna get like I get a ver I get a verbal nod from everybody here that you all sign on to this, right? Who me? No, no, no. I'm talking about all the other kobolds. Uh -oh. oh yeah, they uh, <laughs> they all they all say it's like whatever Shrek does, we do, and they're all like they're all supporting Shrek. Okay, and I get a sense that that's okay. I don't have them all to have to initial a goddamn no, thing or anything. No, no. Okay. <laughs> all right, so out I go, and and downstairs and uh, down. It's like and, and I have that business about like they'll they they agree and th and that's all in there too. What they offered about they agree sure. to uh, remove all the traps and stuff in, in preparation for this negotiation, all that or preparation for this arbitration and all that. So downstairs, talk to the foreman. Uh, how do you want to do that? You can go down the rope, and there's Ama with the hostage. Hey, look at that. All right, so I give an overview of the situation. Like, I explain how it looks like it was just that. It was that one over there. That like like th That is the ringleader that actually did all the, the, all the damage. That's the one that's going to hang for this, uh, probably. Uh, like, w like, when they give up the hostages, uh, there will be a judicial process to, to resolve the question of all the crimes that were committed, the, like the hostage-taking and all of that. Uh, but this, but but for the but for the remaining hostages to get freed, uh, to se the to settle the uh, uh, the underlying uh, labor dispute, which was the cause of all this, I need you to sign uh, this agreement to uh, uh, agree to uh, binding uh, independent arbitration on those labor issues. Uh, you uh, and, uh, and I reassure you. That you'll both be able to, uh, or you'll be able to okay the arbitrator, uh, and uh, there'll be no, uh, uh, they'll, they'll get the, the 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 scales will be fairly weighed. You're not gonna, they're, they're not going to get any advantage in those negotiations. But we, but she, but in order to get those three people out of here and safe, we need your signature on this paper. She she quickly looks it over. She lets out a sigh. She's like, ah. Oh. Should have never tried to cut corners. I didn't expect kobolds to be so savvy. Fine. Fine. It's like everything she says is true. They were being treated poorly. We were trying hard to get this done, and so many other superiors and others thought we could just get away with murder because they're kobolds. And, and how would they know that they were getting paid less? And oh, this, was, this was a disaster. We're gonna have to start this whole project over again. Fine, fine. I understand. I understand. If you could ju just sign here, please. Okay. And so she, she, she's grateful. She's like, I understand. You're doing a, an excellent job, and this was our fault to begin with. She quickly signs it and says, Okay, just, just. In yeah, fact, as, soon as, as soon as I get the signed paper back, I mutter under my breath, and it's too bad those four men had to die for your mistake. And, like, and I go back upstairs. Gomez is realizing that. Cobalt's actually had a very legitimate uh, grievous here. Like um, this was, um, they were getting treated like garbage, from what you what you can guess. And um, yeah, this was not cut and dry. There was no good people in this. Uh, this there was no good answers <laughs> in this uh, in this development. You get the paper. You run back upstairs, and there's Sherrick. So, and I say, I have the paper here. Hold it. You can see it. I'll give this paper to you, but you got it for the other prisoners. She, she looks at it and sees the signature and sees like everything from um, Ama. She says, okay, uh, I agree. 
let everyone go. Let's let's leave this place. And they let everyone go. And they um Attack! they surrender. I know it's like so then I say let's get that get the rest of the party up here. Okay, so now there's the formality where we where I'm, I apologize, but we are going to have to take you in the in the custody for for the formality of dealing with the uh, uh, with, with the criminal action that needs to be resolved and put on the head of, of that one. I don't think they're going to understand that. They understand. She knows. She knows what's going on. I guess the other question is: Are we going to still have to clear out the uh, Sturges to the, or the Bloodseekers to the south? Nah, you don't have to. Well, let's look at section fourteen of our agreement on that. I know. Does that does that like that? Might be a sub, yeah, the subclause of the of the trap clause of where they're going to clear out the traps. They might count. They have to do it. All right. Good. All right. All right. Well so done, Seth. You successfully get all the hostages freed. They are very happy. The kobolds are taken into custody, um, and that will all be taken care of at the station. Your backup appears, the paddy wagon, if you will, to gather up all the kobolds, and they uh, they go peacefully, except for the battle leader, who's screaming and yelling. It's like, I'll kill you all! I'll take every one of you down with me! You humanoids, you're weak! You're weak, I tell you! Attica! Attica! She's, she's like, going crazy. She doesn't want to have anything to do with this, so... Well. She's she's yeah she's still have a nice long rest. It's it's actually better that she went nuts and attacked first. Like if I had to do that negotiation with that person being on the other side, it never would have worked. That's right. Yeah, you you realize that um, the the legal system in Absalom is quick, just, and harsh, and she will probably be put to death. Um, but we'll find out about that later. Anyhow, in the meantime. Uh, they will, you, well, you can meet with them back at the, um, back to the station at the station, but the hostages are free and Excellent. up to you and what you want no to do. No more blood was spilled. <laughs> yes. You, uh, you came here to talk to these people. <laughs> so now's your chance. Oh, that's right. We, we debrief and talk to the, uh, that's right. We're with this with the, uh, engineers, the five engineers are amongst these hostages. Right. And we want to interview them now. Right. I'm still on the stairs. Are we still on the stairs? It's up to you. I mean, if you where, want to continue where, going where through, should we... you can go downstairs. You can just go down the rope and leave and and not worry about the rest of the temple as they will clear it out. Yeah, my, like my sense, it would be like a lot of... My, my sense would be there would be a process of turning people over to people and debriefing and putting people and putting people in ambulances and, and, and like and, and kind of ending up in some location where the uh, that would be back at the station yeah, where, yeah like where the where the five engineers are in some kind of interview room like after they've been processed and dealt with and attended to that's my thought um well if you want to do it there we can do it there that's up to you yeah because i mean like I it know. seems like right? the re repercussions is like it whatever is left is cleared like we've got the person that the animal handler that can take care of the uh, blood seekers unless those were not part of their plan like if this was a movie i would imagine there would be a montage sequence and a, and a scene change <laughs> you know <laughs> okay and then here we are we are back at the station <laughs> Ta-da! choo choo so jason you're the investigator guy do you want to talk to them uh, i'm sorry i'm looking at my notes 
Okay, so you all head back to the station. Everyone is spread out. You have interview rooms. Sherrick is also being debriefed and being interviewed. So there's a lot going on. The place is filled with kobolds and hostages. And Sergeant Olo comes up to you and says, What is going on here? Well, I thought you were going to get some some workers to talk about the missing... Pre- what, what's all these kobolds? What, what, what have you been doing? Does trouble just follow Red Squad? Is Red Squad a jinx? A well, curse? Well, sir, or blessed? You, I can't tell. Sir, you kind of handed us a hostage situation. It turns out that some kobolds had taken our... Taking the missing stonemasons hostage to try to get their pay increased. So, we resolved the situation. And we'll give a full report on it. Oh, so the five specialist stonemasons and sculptors, they went missing days ago. Didn't this just happen like yesterday? Oh, wait, these aren't the stonemasons? Sorry. Looking around, they're saying the hostages, hostages, I'll call them the workers. The workers say, uh, no, the, the, the stonemasons and sculptors, um, yeah, we haven't seen them in days. Sorry, out of out of character, I misunderstood. I thought the that's okay. Yeah, yeah, I misunderstood it also. I thought that's okay. That's okay. It's very confusing. So, well, you... we're hoping we're, we kind of had to resolve this hostage situation first. We're, but hopefully, now that we have the these people freed, maybe we can find out what happened to the stone mason. Okay. Well, uh, get interviewing. Find out. Uh, yeah, find out what happened to the stone masons. And good job. Good job with the uh, hostage. We'll we'll gather all the items and see uh, see what we get out of all that. And uh, and then, sure enough, you see the battle the battle leader getting escorted, and it's like it's like muzzled at this point because she's like rrr, rrr, like going crazy trying to like fight everyone. That, that like, one's got that one's got some uh, pretty hefty charges pending. Yeah, I heard all about it. I heard that uh, that the, the that gold went a little nuts. All right, well let's uh, let's 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 start talking to them. So here we have the six hostages. I keep calling them hostages. The six workers. They're like so, so, so you 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 want to know about the specialists, the stonemasons? Yeah, the stonemasons that have been missing. Do we, tell us a little bit about that. Uh, well, well, you know, they look around like, well, we're we're just workers. We we just work the day shift, and um, those those stonemasons, you know, they they didn't really talk to the common laborers. We came from Minkai together. We all came together, but you know, they're architects, they're stonemasons, they're crafters. They were staying in much nicer places, you know. We were just staying like at a flop house nearby. And um, who did they tend to interact with? Well, you know, we—I heard we, they all—they're like talking to each other. And they're like, well, we heard that um, the night they went missing. Um, I heard them talking about, and they were complaining about the shabbiness of their assigned quarters. And uh, they were going to talk to—they were going to talk to oh, who was who was the guy who. Who uh, arranged all of this? And one of them was like German Hoff. Like, oh yeah, that's right. They were going to talk to German Hoff about finding them better accommodations, and no one's seen them since. So they're like, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, we heard them complaining. They didn't like the shabbiness of the place they were staying, and and uh, they all left to get better accommodations. We thought they just were like partying or something. They did. They did. They particularly have any interactions with the kobolds, or were they just? doing there were they also keeping a distance from them no no they they they're specialists they barely were on the the project they would do all their work off-site so they they barely talked to anyone they just kept to themselves 
Uh, I guess we'll probably have to go back to that Amma Uman or whatever and talk to her about getting their address or whatever. Um, oh well, we can tell you where we were staying. You... Yeah, yeah, and they're, they they tell you it's just like a just like a, a local like you know flop house, like nothing too great, you know, very low rent apartments nearby. Um, you know, they were they were saying yeah, we're like you know four door room and we got bunk beds. It's it's nothing great. Uh, Is that where they were staying too? Initially? Yeah, yeah, they were staying there. They didn't like it. I mean, they had two door room. It was a little nicer for them, but they thought the place was way too below their pay grade. They wanted to stay somewhere much nicer. Yeah, yeah. And this German Hoff, is he a member of the construction team, or is he the innkeeper? What's his relationship to all this? Sergeant Olo hears hears that word. He says, did you say German Hoff? Uh, that's who they were. He, he, that, that's one of the last people they apparently talked to before they disappeared. He, he puts his head on his hands. He goes, oh, well... It's got really complex really quickly. It's like Germanhof is a very powerful Absalonian labor broker and leader of this community. Uh, he's not someone you just see. So and now even Sergeant Olo is saying, so wait, so to Jeremy Hoff, was he the one who negotiated the deal? And they're they're looking around at each other, and they're like, yeah, 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 he's the one who negotiated. He goes, yeah, that all makes sense. So Sergeant Olo turns to you and Basil and says, well, he's he's an incredibly powerful labor broker, and he usually wins bids to provide local labor as well as help get all the permits in place, get everyone paid off. He's notoriously corrupt. He's always skimming building funds, bribing inspectors, finding materials from sketchy people. But there's nothing we can do about it because he is friends with some of the most powerful people in Absalom. And if he's involved, I don't know what we're going to do. I'm going to do a society check to see if I know anything above and beyond that. Very good. You know something you know and even you've heard of him now you are from absalom correct basil correct yes okay good so you have even heard of him now that you hear his name and it's starting to ring a bell and you're like oh yeah this this guy is one of the leading power brokers in absalom and builds some of the most impressive and some of the biggest construction projects in absalom you also know he's incredibly hard to get to and has a cadre of incredibly powerful guards with him at all times. You also know that he is often at an elite social club in the underworld called the House of Plains. It's uh, a bit of a speakeasy, and he live slash well, he mostly lives there. And that is probably where you can find him. You also know that the House of Plains is about 15 steps above your pay grade, and there's zero chance that you'll ever get into that place, no matter who you say you are or what you represent, as you are lowly beat cops who have been on the job for two days. There is no chance you'll get a, to see this guy. Hmm. And this is that Hoff guy? That is Hoff, correct. 
Is that something we can hand up the chain to our supervisors and see if they can get in to see him then? Or you you could try, but it would probably take weeks, if not months, to get an appointment to see him. He's uh and also we Olo don't know says, a guy. <laughs> yeah, no. Nobody is above the law. <laughs> well, I know, but the thing is Olo's like, well, again, this is just this is just hearsay. This is just this is just questioning. We don't have nearly enough to even maybe talk to him at most. He says, but um, he, he thinks about it. He goes, I have an idea. And he looks at the cobalts and he's like, Sherrick, come over here. Sherrick uh, comes over and looks at you all and, and says, oh, Mr. Gomez, nice to see you again. Yes, thank you so much. Well, I'm finding your edge watch to be quite accommodating and treating us all very nicely. I, I'm very happy that you negotiated with us and not some hothead, someone loose that could have ended this all in tragedy. It looks like we're being treated quite seriously, and your legalese seems to be working quite well. Oh, so I'm glad to hear you say that, and hopefully if you ever run into any labor disputes in the first year, you'll come to us first. Right? Yes, definitely, definitely. I will ask for you by name, Mr. Gomez. But what 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 can I what can I do what can I do to help you? And uh, Olo says, so uh, there's this um, there's a speakeasy called the House of Plains, and it's uh, it's literally underground in the Undercity. You know anything about that? Cherik looks at you all, and a wide smile goes on her face and says, maybe. We are from the Undercity. We know all sorts of tricks and ways to sneak into places we shouldn't be. Olo looks at you, uh, Basil. Interesting. Um, well, what sort of uh, skills do you have for dealing with underground uh, infiltrations, as it were? Well, she, she goes on to say, I know of the House of Plains. Everyone knows of the House of Plains. I, um... I know that there's a uh, a back entrance, a secret back entrance that can only be can only be got into through the undercity. You have to do a little bit of uh, spelunking, but I think you might be able to get in unnoticed. I see. Well, I'm sure such I'm sure any help that you can provide us in terms of finding it or either drawing us a map or actually leading us to it would be uh, taken into account when dealing with your legal situation. Captain Olo looks at Dragon Mage Sherrick and says, Huh, looks like the Cobalt Trade Union is about to uh, strike its first deal with the uh, Edgewatch. Quite interesting. I'll tell you what, let's, uh, let's work up some paperwork. You, you tell us what you can about sneaking into this place. And uh, see if we can arrange a little meeting with Hoff. He looks at the four of you and says, No time like the present. How about this? I want you all to rest up and then go to wardrobe. And every one of you dress to the nines. He looks at every single one of you and says, Wow, in fact, you are gonna you are gonna fit right into the House of Plains because they love the unusual and out of place. And he looks at each of you. It looks like <laughs> Basil, Dougie Gomez. It looks Lomang up and down, and a huge smile goes on his face. He goes, 
Oh, this is going to go quite well. I think you're going to be able to fit right in and get the information that we need. I want to see Lomag in a suit. <laughs> yes, I look good. I'm going to clean up good. So he says, oh, you're going to like wardrobe. They got everything you could imagine and then some. What about a dress uniform? No, 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 who knows what you could find? These are some of the most powerful people of all of Absalon. And today, being the second day of the Radiant Festival, who knows what you're going to find out there. Oh, I like this more and more I think about it. You up for it? Sure. Yes, sir. Yes. I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure Basil's sir, got his yes, own sir. clothes for this, ch this challenge. Ooh, this is going to be exciting. Uh, okay. Ooh. And he's, he's like, giving you all the information of, like, where to go and go to the wardrobe. And he's like, he's like, okay, you got to dress to impress. Got to dress to the nines. Got to make sure this is the, the the top of the top of Absalom. You got to make sure you fit in. So make sure you go downstairs, go to a wardrobe, get yourself familiar with it, and find the best fitting suits and dresses and lingerie well now what am i the lingerie, lingerie? <laughs> good god man <laughs> what, well, what huggy bears is this? <laughs> That's one of those dougie's <laughs> dougie's gonna dress up like a pimp i hey think that's it. he's gonna be a huggy, how huggy you bear. doing <laughs> um so you have roll for combat after dark. <laughs> you have uh, basically about eight to ten hours before you need to go down. Before you need to start, because the party won't even really get started until about midnight, two in the morning. So you have uh, you have all day to get ready. In addition, um, you get some rewards for your 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 hard work. Yay you get from your hard work to offset the 84 gold we spent on potions and scrolls yeah no i think i blew through about a little sick at least 16 gold worth of potions in the god damn that that is good that is that was a 16 that's gonna gold be hard fight for I, me. I can see i can see the writing on the wall when it comes to that you're gonna say 16 gold aren't you no so he goes through he looks at at, at everything and uh, pulls it all together and says, "All right, you, you did a great job here." And uh, I'm kind of, kind of abstracting all this. It's like between the fines that were levied against the McKinney construction workers and the damage that was caused, and and everything you were able to do today. He pulls out a, a receipt and he hands you uh, 200 gold pieces. Whoa! Out right. of character. We need to catch more each, murderers. Right? Yeah, really. So, so what is that? Is that 50 each? 50 each. All right, so can we just oh, split it up 50 each? 25 each. Yeah. Oh, man, I'm so crazy. I'm so tired. 50 each. <laughs> yeah, I know. My math, my, I, I can't even call it math was off. So now, I, so now I have 50 gold pieces and five copper. Woohoo! Right. Buggy <laughs> <laughs> has 51, Basil is 58, Lomang is 56, and Gomez is 50. 
that's a lot. You can start getting some pretty nice things with all that. Uh, and you have time. You have time to, uh, if you want anything magical or, um, yeah, you have a little time to get How shopping. much does it cost to get, like, an armor rune? How much are those? Those are pretty steep. Uh, I know exactly what I want. Just let me know when you want to. I'm going to get another rune and another dagger. So I have two plus one daggers. Oh, shoot. I can't tr- transfer. How much does it cons- yeah. cost to transfer a rune? Uh, that, or that does 3. cost. 3.5 gold. Oh, yeah. That's it. I'm going to transfer them all to the daggers. I'll use the double daggers. Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah, you can use daggers. I mean, you can use... You might want to look at it. Just take your time because there's lots of weapons. You can yeah. use any of those. There's a lot of good weapons that you can use. It doesn't have to be daggers. Uh, the daggers I'm only do 1d4. You can do 1d6. For, I'm still looking team for that game. ability, and it's... I can't find it in Pathfinder. I'll show you. It's, uh, it's easy. It's right here. I'll show you. The rule books. So, like, scrolls. I could buy second-level scrolls. Can't I? Uh... No, because you have to be third level to cast second level spells. So. Even, for, even you from can a scroll? Buy, yep. You can't cast them unless you can cast them. Oh. <laughs> that's how it works. It's a very simplified, but that's how it works. <laughs> you know, I think the uh, the, the, the 12 gold um, lesser healing is actually worth it. I mean, it's only, you know, it, it's twice the healing for 50% more cost, so... For combat heals, it's it's not bad. Oh yeah, totally. It's totally good for combat. Uh, yeah, potion. You could yeah. buy you could buy a second level of potion healing. Absolutely. I have one. Like the, like those like those <laughs> first level healing potions are garbage. They are garbage. Yeah. It's two d eight plus five. It's so much better. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. It it's actually better than three of those. It's almost like three exactly. Yeah, the plus five it, floor well, immediately makes it. Almost better. Yeah, the plus five is insane because that stops the one, one, one from happening. Yeah, absolutely. Because basically, it costs the same as three, three potions, and it guarantees sure. you roll. <laughs> you're guaranteed you're rolling a five yeah. on at least one and, of and, them. Yeah, and then when yeah. in combat, are you ever gonna? Re- I mean, you're gonna need more than eight hit points. You're gonna want yeah. to have a yeah. bigger heal you, almost always. John, I mean, it's page two eighty three. When you critically succeed an attack roll using a simple weapon and the target is flat-footed condition, unable to focus on defending, you also apply the critical specialization effect for the weapon you're wielding. You don't gain these benefits if the weapon has a damage die greater than D8. So... In addition to your sneak attack damage, if you have that on. Maybe. Maybe. In addition to whatever that would be, yeah. That's crazy good. Yeah, so that's in the advanced player's guide. Are you in the advanced no. player's guide? No, I'm in the regular player's guide. Two, uh, 283? That's not even in the, the, yeah, the classes section. Hold on, let me look it up. Yeah, that that is in... Yeah, critical specialization effect. Oh, that's the specialization effect. Um, here, I'll tell you where it is in the... In the that's under equipment, sorry. Scrolls don't... Scrolls don't come back in this game, do they? No, they're gone forever. I'm just saying that because because of the way Hero Lab is dealing with scrolls, it deals with it in a weird way. So is that under Ruffian? Is that what I'm getting? Yeah. Okay. Because I can't find Ruffian. There's a couple references to it. It's not. There's there's no. uh... Hold on. I know that a lot of times you have to take a feat to be able to unlock. No, it's automatic. Not for me though. They spent the entire time we were playing page 180 for that. Page 180. 180. Yeah. 
Okay, it's right in the beginning. There's I've second paragraph when okay. you critically succeed at an attack roll using a simple weapon. Second paragraph, third sentence. Under ruffian. Okay. All right. Okay. Thank you very much. Yeah. No, you. It is ridiculously well, powerful. It's, it's <laughs> funny that that's not mentioned in. Uh, uh, it's in Hero Lab. Hero it's, Lab. Yeah. I'm if you want, I can go through all your characters. Like, your characters, this is the thing with Pathfinder. You get a lot of special abilities. A lot. I mean, you're level two and you already have a lot. Wait until you're like level five or six. Well, usually they'll give a, a special ability a name. There, so I know, but this, there's just a lot. I've just yeah. trained to do that. Yeah. And if I know. If have a I name, know. then. Yeah. It's okay, a little so that's it's why just, I missed it. Yeah. Okay, this well, is good. Under, I, can, I can actually yeah. take it over from here. I'll, I'll, I'll learn Yeah, so what you should better. do. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not chastising you. Trust me. Uh, no, no, no. That's it's hard. Right. It's I like just, these characters are tough. But the, this is this one's buried. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I know. There's a lot of things buried. There's a lot of things buried. I mean, monk is a very complex one. This is semi-complex. Investigator is incredibly complex. Ironically, uh, Seth took the easiest character <laughs> by far. Crosser <That's laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. is the easiest one. I don't know. <laughs> Him buying those scrolls didn't sound. Nah, is well, it's a spellcaster is usually the hardest one, and his is yeah, by far the easiest. That's funny. It's <laughs> very, very straightforward. Yeah, it's very straightforward. The investigator is probably the most complex one, and will only get more complex, which is fine. But that's yeah, why I say yeah. it's like you just have to learn your characters because you're going to have so many special abilities. I can't do it for you, so he's got to remember. Now, now I wish I'd taken. Now, if we're going into a social encounter or social heavy encounter, now I wish I'd taken Squawk. <laughs> Can, can I tell you? Can I tell you what I did with that money? Already? Can I tell you? Yeah, I just, I just did. That it. was it's fast. Super simple. Uh, I bought two of the lesser healing potions. That's the two D eight plus five ones. Uh, and I bought back the scrolls that I used, and I bought two additional ones. They're, they're four each, so so it should add up. I was like doing it. You had two. Lab, you so had two scrolls of heal left. I have a whole sheet here. I'm keeping track of. Right, right, right. So, so uh, it should add up to ten gold pieces left, uh, six healing scrolls total, and five including, copper, including, including the ones that are and five copper, including the ones that I already have, uh, and uh, the the two lesser healing potions, and 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 with uh, with ten gold pieces, ten gold pieces change. Uh, 24 and 16 is 40, and so that'll leave me with 10 gold pieces left. Yeah, you have okay. 10 gold pieces left. And, yep. five, and five copper. And five copper. And, and that's it. That, that's my reset. That and a good night's sleep, and that's my reset. There's no good night's sleep. You're going tonight. Oh, God damn it! I thought we had eight hours. No, you have eight hours, but you have eight hours in the afternoon. I, I want to power, oh, can I power nap. I want to power nap. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it's another long day, buddy. This is the longest. Uh, this is God like, damn it. you guys have to rip. That, I know. That, this that's is hard, power. man. It's like, I know. It's like, it's like, I know. It's like, I don't have any spells. But all, all my spells are my cantrips and my scrolls. That's it. Yeah, well, you also have, you have more gold. Jason, this is like more gold than you had in Plague Stone Time 50. I mean, it's like you. I think you're right. I. I don't recall it. I think maybe we were getting up toward 50 right at the end of the campaign. Yeah, like 50 gold. You have had hundreds of gold already. <laughs> you've, you've had I'm saving mine. I'm putting mine gold. on layaway. So you have 441 gold in two Yeah, I, I'm a little concerned because I, I see what I see the writing on the wall, and it seems like all the money that I have is going to be burned almost immediately. 
And let's see your experience. Level three. Ding a ding ding. You're pretty close. What? Not. Yeah. For what we? Oh, well, I we took we, care of business. Yeah, I mean those are. Yeah, we had seven. We killed seven kobolds. <laughs> no, it's by doing everything you did. Yeah, and we, and we negotiated. Are you ready? With a lot. Yeah, you have your total experience is a plus one armor potency is one hundred and sixty gold. Plus two is oh, did that uh, head? Speaking of which, did that head uh, kobold have anything good on her? The one that's uh, going to be executed. Uh, well, I converted it to gold. But yeah, okay. yeah, that, that's where a lot of money came from. I bet. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you have one thousand five hundred and thirty-one experience points, so you're halfway to third level already. Wow, that's awesome! <laughs> I love it. It's a fast event. It's. I thought each level was a thousand. Exactly. It is a thousand. Well, you're so. Fine. Oh, that's our total. That's your our total. total. So you have five hundred thirty-one gold. That's okay. experience. Don't think all kobolds are evil because they weren't. Like that that battle leader was insane, and the mage who you ended up working with, she did not want to have anything to do with them. Her, like they just wanted they just wanted pay. They they really didn't. Yeah, I get all that. Like, like it's yeah. funny. It's like it's like I I come preset with that. Like that's always something that I've always tried to have is that they're not just monsters. They're, they're actually multi-dimensional. In fact, if you read the fine print on Brand Seth's PCs. contract with them, you might see that he is actually evil. You know? <laughs> yeah. sure. Well, my point is just like... Lawyers there is are a by reason, nature. There yeah. is a reason... They're neutral behind, evil. <laughs> yeah, there's a reason behind every... There's a lot of... like Things are not in a vacuum. Like A lot of times like it's like okay, I'm gonna go kill the monster. Okay, and then it's like monster, 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 and what are their like what are their motivations? They're monsters, you know. Not this one. This one is like no, this is happening because of this, and this is happening because of this. There's there's stories behind everything. Not that you need to know them all, but if you if you try, you can find out. Seth, you should learn how to craft magic items. Oh, uh, that's not such a nightmare. No way. Actually, I not was the, thinking, not the way to, play, was not the way to be, crafting. I was at least thinking of being able to do our own runes. That'd be great. You should do if that. We're, if we're going all the way one to twenty, I was thinking of getting into runes. Yeah, crafting is really rather. Buy it. It's not that great. It's the same. The only reason you would actually there's, do there's crafting, no cost savings. There's yeah, that's, there's, that's there's one basic thing that you have that that have there. there's zero cost savings. So what's all well, the advantages? You could make exactly what you want, but we already you make exactly city, what you want, and if you still and, have and, to and Absalom, so you could buy right, anything you could anywhere, buy whatever anywhere. Want, yeah. Yep, that's the thing. It's like if you're in the middle, most times, especially when you get to the highest levels, you can't find you can't find a you can't find a plus three rune. You just can't. It's going to be very hard. You have to make it, but here eh, you can find it. You can find anything you want. You're an Absalom. You could literally find anything you want. So it's not as important. I like that. Like All right. So should I buy more scrolls of heal? I will buy ten gold pieces. Should I buy two more? I don't know. Hey, that wand they are kind of useful. Good. You can never go wrong with scrolls of heal. I'll tell you that much. I'm gonna save my gold for now. Yeah, I kind of want to save my gold too. I'm gonna I'll probably buy another heal potion or two just to replace the one I lost, but let me th I'm going to think about it. Fourth level, I'm going to be able to just naturally heal myself with my key power. Yeah, there's so many good feats. It's really tough decision. The the lesser healing potion is so profoundly better. That minor heal healing potion, the minor healing potion is basically a one in four chance of it being a waste of money. Yeah, and why would you ever use it in combat, and why would you ever use it out of combat? <laughs> like, there's it's no true. reason to ever sure use it, ever. It. I mean, maybe at first level, maybe. 
it, it is a last ditch. It's incredibly cheap. Four gold pieces is incredibly cheap, and it is a last ditch. Anybody can pour it down somebody's throat to get them stabilize. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of cool magic items in here. A lot of cheap ones too. The crying angel pendant. We'll have to investigate the the wand staff situation. It looks like it's like they they take charges, so they have charges, but it, uh, I'm not sure how many charges they have and how you recharge it per day. Uh, you basically cast spells. It's a little complex, uh, the way it works. For spontaneous, it's a lot easier. For sorcerers, it's very easy. Basically, you use your spells to cast those spells. So you would trade out. So imagine you get... Imagine this is actually what's happening in the other game. She has a staff of animal... Um, it's an animal staff. Every spell in the animal staff is a spell she actually already had. So what she did is she relearned, she relearned all of her spells, and then she just kept animal staff, and it's used as a repository. Oh, so it's really, so it's really just something that expands your yes, your your, your vocabulary. It, it, it expands, your... but for a sorcerer, it's insanely powerful because now you have five more spells or something. You know, <sighs> it's really good, especially if you find one or make one. Like for her, the animal staff was literally her staff. Like she was like, okay, every one of these spells she had, so she got rid of all of them and got new spells. And that's what. And it uses your slots. Yes, it uses your slots. I see. So it's it's the equivalent of there are. I I think I got to read the rules again, but it's basically gives you more spells uh, to choose from. It gives you more abilities. Okay, I'm not too worried about that actually. It's like the the way this is going. I am a cleric. That, 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 that's how I. That's how. That's that is also. The I like wall. that you're I'm, a cleric. I'm, I'm a cleric because basically I just use up. Like I have to heal. Like like that. Like that. That healing is necessary and often. Yep. You might be able to do a long rest before you go out tonight. Um, because it says resting. You only gain the resting once every 24 hours, though. So you probably can't. Actually, no, you can't because you already. Because so, because I had it in the last 24 hours. Yeah. So yeah, you can't do it. So. Just uh, buy some more scrolls. <laughs> but it is going to be uh, a lot of RP coming up. Very tricky RP. And it's going to be really weird. That place is weird, man. It's weird. <laughs> what, was that, uh, what, was that, what was that movie? Is that Stanley Kubrick, his last movie? Eyes Wide Shut. Eyes Wide Shut. Is that, is that what it is? We're going to Eyes Wide Shut? Is that what we're doing? No, it's weird. I hope so. It's way weirder than that. <laughs> I can't even think of a movie that's like it's it's uh you'll see. I'll tell you the closest equivalent if you've been there, and the probably the only person who knows what I'm talking about is, is Seth. Uh did you ever go to uh, Sleep No More? Yes. Uh, okay. That's good. <laughs> it's very similar to Sleep No More. Huh. What is that? What is Sleep No More? Uh, ba- basically uh, basically it's 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 actually kind of easy to describe to you guys because essentially it's com- it's commercialized it's like larping it's like a larping convention repackaged for non-larpers so they have a lot of actors doing scenes and a lot of dancers doing scenes and all of the all the rooms are all dressed up as different rooms uh, and like it, it, like uh, it's, it's 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 in a hotel multiple floors and for example, one room is a street, and the different uh, rooms off the hallway are like one is an apothecary and one is a private investigator's uh, office, and they're all dressed and they're all dressed like movie sets. 
So, and the actors uh, doing a play uh, do it throughout the entire building, uh, going from room to room, moving around, and it repeats a couple of times. Um, so you wander through the midst of all of this activity that's occurring, and you'll be in one room, and then and then some act, some actors will move in. They'll they'll have a scene, and then they'll leave. And you can follow those actors and and follow their story to a different part of the of the hotel, huh. and they'll do something else somewhere else. And so like, and and there there's uh, all kinds of different sets. Like there's uh, is it uh, like a murder mystery where you're participating yeah, it, it's, in it, some it, way? It's a it, it's an adaptation. Well, you can't more. talk. Sleep you're No More is an ad. Yeah, exactly. You're just spectators. It's like you're a ghost. It's like you're a ghost in the middle of a of a movie, uh, and the, the it's an adaptation of Macbeth, but it's all done in uh, uh, like uh, uh, like there's no dialogue. It's like it's all done in dance and acting, and so it's kind, <laughs> so it's kind of like it's wow. not exactly ballet, but uh, it is. Uh, and, it, and it's not exactly like mime or anything like that. Like it's, but it is just uh, uh, all the scenes are acted out without dialogue, without lines. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, no that dialogue. is way out of the it's, box. That well, is, yeah, it is. well it gets crazier really cool. because there's like one area that's like a like a cemetery, and there's like a forest, and there's, <laughs> it's really Sharon and I spent it's an nuts. hour because we're D and D players, right? Yeah. Sharon yeah, and I spent really an good. hour going through the private investigator's office because it, it's all dressed just up looking, like it's, just like, looking no, like, like open like opening up drawers and going through his files oh dude. my god like it's all it's all and done it's like up five, like, it's all, like, and it's like five six floors <laughs> yeah it's, it's, it's enormous it's enormous that's yeah. so funny oh and, and there's and like, like nudity all over the right, place right, like people right. are like yeah yeah there's hidden stuff right there's hidden stuff yeah. like like in what like in, in a secret room if you're, if you're following the right people uh, it's easy to get lost too because it's all dark and it's That's all like, really, uh, mood yeah, lighting. It's very easy. So uh, if you're following the right people, you'll go through a secret door, and there's a witch's coven, and they're having a festival. Yeah, and if you follow one person, as my friend did with me, he followed one girl the whole time. The whole time. If you follow one actor the whole time, they will pull you aside into a secret room and like have a soliloquy just for you. And he did this. Huh. So, like, he <laughs> was, like, running around, and then she, like... And there was a couple people, and then she pulls him in, slams the door shut, locks it. And then, like, everyone's, like, slamming. Like, people are like, hey, let us in. like, banging on the door. And he's, like, he's, like, oh, he was freaking out. He says, oh, my God, I was freaking out. Because he's, like, in this room with this girl who starts whispering in her ear. Like, this, like, I mean, it's pre-canned, but it was, like, this thing, like, oh, I knew, uh, I knew you've been following me, like, you're my whole life. And you've been my guardian angel. And he was, like, right, right. oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. They, call like, that, oh, they call that a one-on-one. You got a private, you got, like, a private. Solo yeah, performance. It freaked you got him out. It freaked him out. Oh um, god, that happened to Sharon. Uh, Sharon had to, Sharon had to stop in the middle of the leave because uh, uh, her one they grabbed her and they took her up into the insane asylum. So they had her sitting in a uh, a wheelchair, uh, and it got too intense. Like all the like it was it was because it's all like uh, the whole thing gets too intense. It, it, the whole like, thing is too intense. Right. It, it was like it's um, really intense. It's really good though. It was like what's that uh, what's that horror RPG uh, that's in the insane asylum? 
uh, uh, Arkham Horror. Yeah, it was Arkham basically, Asylum basically, like yeah, 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 basically, yeah. it was something like that, and uh, it, yeah, it, it freaked her out. Got too intense. Yeah, the, the, do the, do the customers like wear masks? Yeah, is that yeah, yeah, okay? yeah. Because I'm looking at pictures, right? And I don't know, like, okay, so and that's the, the thing because you're because you can't because you can't interact with the actors. You you're you're, you're you 100% just, yeah. a spectator. So to, so to enforce that, everybody's wearing a mask, and you're not supposed to talk. Right. And uh, uh, basically, it's like it's kind of like the best LARP, like the most professionally organized and run LARP, LARPed by all the LARPers or professional actors and dancers. And wow! You're, right, and that you're, sounds so good. Right, and you're a and you're a spectator getting to walk freeform amongst it while it's going on in numerous different locations, all flowing around all. The and way. there's crazy stuff. I saw like there was they like a fight going so on. Much money! Oh my they, god! They, there was like a fight parties. going on, and then they um they actually have they have like guards around, and like they would clear out the area because suddenly there was a big fight. And they're like quickly clearing out the ghosts. You know, they're the ones that like get you out of the way because there's a. Right. It's nuts. It's. Uh, I went like three times, and the thing is, it's so gargantuan. It's like three hours long. It's so big that you would have to probably go like thirty times to see everything. Yeah. It, oh yeah. Just, like like I've known so people right. that I've known people that uh, it's a, it's a hobby to go to it. And, <laughs> yeah, because 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 the actors change and they change and they change yeah. up the performance a little bit here and there. And it's kind of like what you were saying about uh, those people that always go to Disneyland. Like it's the same thing. Like they like they they go yeah. they, like whenever they can go, they go and they, and they and they've gone and they've gone like 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 a hundred times. They've gone over a hundred times. We would go back because they have other. There's other elements to it. They uh, change the, it up, yeah, right? And, and, the, up. and the and the bar in it is an actual bar. Like that's kind of that's like when it's all over. When it's when it's all over, you kind of go to the bar and the bar is a 1930s bar like so the 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 bartenders are actors being 1930s bartenders and the and the, all of the look and, the, and there's a and there's a cabaret performance which is like 1930s like you know it's like performers doing a 1930s cabaret. straight out of the shining straight yeah. straight out of it and uh and so you like and you go and you get yourself a martini and you watch a show and uh, it, and it's it, it like that we we would that's pretty we, cool. we would go just to that like we we we'd skip the show and then we go at the end and just go to that. You've been listening to Roll for Combat, Agents of Edgewatch. If you have a question or comment for the show, please visit us at rollforcombat.com. You can also find us and play various games on our Discord channel at discord.rollforcombat.com.